welcome everyone to the All for Business podcast, May edition. And May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And so this month we are featuring podcast guests that are concerned about or, or are in the field of and a little history on Mental Health Month. It was started back in 1949 as a way to bring attention to the many issues surrounding mental health. It was organized by the Mental Health America organization, which is now known as the National Mental Health Association. And if you are a history buff and you wanna know why it got started, um, there was an organization, there was a gentleman by the name of Clifford Whittington Beers, and he was born in 1876 in Connecticut. And he, um, really became interested in this issue because his whole family, all five members in his immediate household, suffered from mental illness and psychological distress. And so he was admitted to the hospital for this very reason and discovered that the medical field um, didn't really handle mental health well. And so thus became, uh, started the organize, organization Mental Health America. So that's the history. And uh, as I said, uh, Mental Health Awareness Month began in 1949. So today, uh, I am pleased to have with me my friend Christy Lucy, who I've known for, we won't talk about how long, it's been a while, it's been a minute, and Pat Young, who I met, I guess it's been about a year and a half ago, um, in her role as spearheading the community health needs assessment for Centra. So I'm going to let them formally introduce themselves, and then we're going to jump into some questions about the needs assessment. Uh, you might be wondering, why are we talking about that? Because mental health um, really rose to the top in this process. So Christy, hello. Good morning. How are you? Good, good. Tell me your role. So my position is the Director of Partnership for Healthy Communities, and that is a coalition that has been formed under the backbone of Community Access Network. So I'm employee of Community Access Network and the Director of Partnership for Healthy Communities. And Pat Young, tell us about yourself. Good morning, everyone. Um, I'm Pat Young. I'm the Director of Community Health here at Centra. Um, and uh, we are a young department, just started in January of 2020, but we are responsible for what we call all things community benefit. So thank you today for uh, giving us the opportunity, Christine, to, to talk to you about, um, about mental health. Yes. So for all the listeners out there, if you're tuning in, I don't know if, if you'll actually listen to this during the month of May or you'll listen to it after May, but um, th there's a really important national crisis going on with mental health and it has risen to the top of the community health needs assessment. So Pat, let's start off with just a little backdrop of what is the CHNA process? Why is it done? And um, you know, what, what, what hope, why, what, what do we hope comes from a process like that, that we do every three years? Okay. So CHNA, the community health needs assessment um, is, so let me back up. Um, Centra as a nonprofit hospital um, is required to conduct a community health needs assessment, a CHNA every three years by the IRS. 
Um, and this was a, um, a mandate that came out with the Affordable Care Act in 2010. Um, in addition, not only is, the, is a nonprofit health system required to study the needs of the communities they serve, but also then we have to develop plans to address those needs. Um, and again, all of this is part of that requirement for the IRS. However, if I can say, as a health system, Centra is, 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 is dedicated to improving the overall health of our community regardless. So we see the community health needs assessment as a gift not only to ourselves as a health system, but to our community. It allows us to have a temperature check every three years, um, allows us to address needs a whole lot earlier than you know when they exacerbate and are critical. Um, and they allow us to engage with our community in a way that we are able to get feedback on what's impacting those that, those that we serve. So it is, um, it's a process um, and, and it, there is some regulatory uh, piece to it, but at the end of the day, it's important as, uh, to us as a health system that we do this and we do it collabor collaboratively with our community. Yeah, so I've participated ever since you all have done it. So it's it's pretty comprehensive and holistic, involving mm -hmm. numerous stakeholders that come together um, for discussion, but it also involves a pretty comprehensive widespread survey that yes. any individual can take. Yes. And so that process, talk a little bit about the process and then what were the top needs identified? Sure. So the process, I mean, we, we like to say we like to lift the voice of the community. So um, we really do focus on getting feedback from citizens as well as from stakeholders and leaders um, that serve the, um, the metropolitan statistical area. Um, and so we, um, every three years, we conduct a survey. It's 38 questions. It asks things about health behavior. It asks things about access to care. Um, it asks questions about safety um, and economic status. So it's, it, it, to your point exactly, is pretty comprehensive. And we, um, we try to disseminate that, um, you know, pretty widely across our service area. Um, in uh, 2021, in the Bedford and Lynchburg regions, um, uh, we had, we collected over 5,300 surveys from our citizens and valuable information. Yep. Um, in addition to that, we engage with um, what we call a community health assessment team. Um, they are a group of stakeholders and leaders in the, in the region that um, actually help drive the process. So they meet, um, we met four times uh, last year and um, really, were helped to um, not only contribute their take on what the needs of the community were, but then also helped us prioritize need. Um, and then thirdly, we are very um, uh, closely tied to the Partnership for Healthy Communities, who Christy is a director of. Um, and the partnership actually rose out of the 2018 Community Health Needs Assessment. And it's a planning initiative that has um, uh, significant stakeholders who um, really help us in terms of decision making and process making um, for, for the whole thing. Um, so in 2021, we did all of that. We got, um, and, and on top of it, we get this data from our citizens and our leaders. We also collect about 65 um, uh, publicly available data points that we use to back up what we learn from, um, yeah. from our um, folks. So it's not the other way around. A lot of times when you do an assessment, it's driven by that public data and then you get, you do a focus group or two. 
With this, it's just the opposite. We really, the, the voice of the community really drives our work and drives the final prioritization of needs. So we go through this process and at the end of it, we ask our, um, our um, team members to prioritize the needs based on the data that we presented. And in 2021, um, I don't think anyone's gonna be surprised to hear what the top 10 needs are. Um, a little bit different for Bedford than Lynchburg, but not much. Um, and in both areas, uh, access to healthcare and um, mental health and substance use disorders and access to those services, number one and number two. Um, and then we saw some things that were different this year um, uh, that uh, made it to the top 10, um, one being issues impacting children and their families, and in particular, child care and child abuse and neglect issues. And then the other one that is new is aging and elder care. Um, and again, our, our hypothesis on this is because of the social isolation that many of us experienced during the pandemic, those issues bubbled to, this, to the top. Um, yeah. In addition, um, across the board, you know, things that deal with social determinants of health, so like financial stability, housing, transportation, um, uh, you know, even the impact that poverty has on, um, on those that, you know, those that we're trying to serve, the, the communities that we're trying to keep healthy. Um, and so, you know, again, a lot of it has to do with more than just access to healthcare, right? Like that's an important part of what keeps us healthy. But if we don't address sort of the root causes um, of, of what keep, keep us healthy, then, um, you know, we're not, we're doing a disservice. And the good thing about it is, is that those needs bubble to the top um, with, with these two assessments. So um, we know we've got some work to do around that. Yeah. I mean, they're all interconnected. And I think yeah. that's, that's an important point. And you mentioned the delineation between Bedford and Lynchburg. So Lynchburg's survey covers Amherst, Appomattox, Campbell, and the city of Lynchburg. And Bedford the county of Pennsylvania. Yeah, I'm sorry. And, and the, the county of Pennsylvania. Yeah. And then Bedford has a completely separate survey. And so that's why you, you mentioned the two different surveys. So yeah, it's because um, okay. we have hospitals in those different areas. And so right. each hospital is required to do an assessment. So, Christy, let's get into uh, the topic of mental health. It's a very broad topic, yeah. um, <laughs> and we're working on ways to narrow the scope in that. And I say we because now I'm on one of your subcommittees, so Yay. actually a couple of your subcommittees. But it is it is a very broad topic. So can you talk about... Um, how the process is going to work or is working to kind of narrow that and figure out how we really can make impact in this area as a coalition. Sure. So the, the role of Partnership for Healthy Communities is to really be that community arm to the needs assessment and to say, okay, issue of mental health, what are we going to do about it? Uh, so yes, mental health is a super broad topic, everything from prevention to you know substance abuse, treatment issues to recovery issues, it's, it's very wide and varying. So uh, really the first step uh, to try to figure out, answer the question, what are we gonna do about it is to uh, basically go through an asset mapping exercise, which we've started, which you know, since you were on the subcommittee meeting, um, we look at what resources we have, we identify where the gaps are, uh, and then start from there to build a plan of what can our 
one or two goals be and what would the action steps or strategies be for those goals. And specifically for the, the mental health work group, um, when we met, we realized that because the topic is so broad, we really needed more information. So we're, we've crafted a survey that will go out to uh, professionals that work either directly or indirectly with um, clients that they're serving with mental health needs to try to get a bit better picture to, to narrow down that scope a bit more. Um, and of course, anyone listening, I'm happy to to send out that survey if anyone would be interested in completing it um, as well. So really just trying to um, do the right steps to, to make a good plan um, because it will take quite a while. Yeah, and, and the subcommittee, I should point out if anybody is interested or passionate or in the field of mental health and you wanna roll up your sleeves and help us craft solutions, um, you can reach out to Christy directly um, and we'll make sure um, that when we do the intro and when we finish um, and we, we close this out, that you guys have a chance to share your contact information um, so that somebody can get involved if they need to, if they want to. So, um, so yeah, so it's, it's all part of a, a complex um, issue, but a process to identify the gaps and where can we really uh, make, make a dent. Um, what do you both hope comes out of the assessment process, the community health needs assessment process, and um, what are the next steps? Um, well, from our perspective, from the health systems perspective, there are a couple of things. Um, one is that um, we want to be sure that we are um, working very closely with our community partners because we recognize that it takes a village to impact change in a positive way. Um, we also, um, you know, as part of the assessment, we saw an increase in several different things, depression and anxiety, increase in self-reported substance use, increase, as I said earlier, in domestic violence and child abuse. And then um, um, many folks reported that getting services, uh, getting mental health and counseling services were hard. So we, um, we are going, you know, definitely partnering closely with the Partnership for Healthy Communities and their Community Health Improvement Plan. But in our own internal plans, we are addressing mental health and substance use and really looking at some of these uh, parameters in terms of improving outcomes. So what I'd love to see in an, a utopian world, if everything goes right over the next three years, is that we see a decrease in depression and anxiety. We see a decrease in substance use. We see a decrease in you know, safety and domestic violence and child abuse, and that people have accessible, affordable access to mental health and substance use services. So, I mean, you know, pretty clear cut in terms of what we'd like to see. Um, but again, we recognize this cannot be done in a vacuum and we have to come together and work closely in order to impact those outcomes. That's right. That's right. Christy, what about you from, from, from your organization's perspective and just the issue of mental health and, and our, our work on the, the subcommittee? So for the Partnership for Healthy Communities, we're looking at the, the overall rankings and, and health factors and health outcomes so that we can track over time if there is improvement in uh, those rankings, they're by locality. So Lynchburg City, but all the counties have one. Uh, but then in addition to that, being able to put together action steps and a plan that have some evaluative measures so that we can 
track that as we go between now and the next needs assessment, uh, especially important when it comes to grant funding and, and trying to put together um, some programs. So we have that, those outcomes and that information uh, to move forward with. Yeah, I mean, I think Peter Drucker is the one that said what gets measured gets managed. Right. And so you gotta, you gotta have a baseline. You gotta know where we are and, and then hopefully improve, improve some of those. So let's, let's talk about this. If someone does wanna get involved, um, first of all, you can find the Community Health Needs Assessment link on the center website. Pat, will you talk about how people can, can yes. get to that? Yes. And then, and then how, if they wanna get involved, how do they reach out to, to both of you all? Um, well, if, if they would like to um, review the community health needs assessments, you go to www.centrahealth.com backslash C-H-N-A. Um, and if anyone um, wants a paper copy, um, we are happy to provide that as well. And there's, um, there is a, um, a link on that page that will get, um, get you to that request. Um, and I would love uh, to talk to anybody who has an interest in the work that we do, not only as a health system, but in the community. I mean, we are the Department of Community Health, and so we're out there as well. And I'm happy to share my email, um, uh, Pat, uh, pat.young at centrahealth.com. And um, again, would be glad to, I would welcome any feedback or um, any information anyone wanted, would want to share. That's great. Christy. Sure. And for the Partnership for Healthy Communities, we are holding uh, monthly or sometimes every other month uh, community health improvement meetings. So anyone that has an interest is more than welcome to join us at those meetings. We are starting to go back to some in-person things. So thank you, Christine, for allowing us to host our next meeting on April 25th at your location. Um, but it, we will have a future meeting. So anyone interested in, in participating can just feel free to email me. My email address is Christy, that's spelled C-H-R-I-S-T-Y dot Lucy, L-U-C-Y at communityaccessnetwork.org. Very good. Well, ladies, I, I know how busy you both are and I appreciate a little bit of time today to hopefully expand the awareness of all that both of your organizations are doing um, with regard to holistic community health. I just applaud you for the hard work. It is, you know, it's turning the Titanic, right? This is not something that you're going to do overnight, but having a dedicated group of people that um, are watchdogs on these issues is, is critically important. So we appreciate the work you do. Uh, if you're tuning in, this is the All for Business podcast of the Lynchburg Regional Business Alliance, and this is our May emphasis on mental health awareness. And next, tune in next time, uh, we'll be talking to Centra's behavioral health staff um, as we take a deep dive into mental health and wellness in this community and what some of the challenges are and what Centra is doing specifically to combat those. Thank you all for tuning in and we hope you have an amazing day.